Today, you are listening to Think Again Christian, where pop culture and Christian traditions collide with biblical truth. Sponsored by Rainier Christian Schools. And now your host, pastor of Ravensdale Bible Church and superintendent of Rainier Christian Schools, Tony Jamie. Rethinking and re-examining concepts, ideas, traditions, and challenging your beliefs from American pop culture and your Christian denominational circles. How? By the renewing of your mind through God's Word and open radio conversation. Are you afraid of God? Do you fear the Lord God Almighty? Now, now, how does that sound to you? I mean, when you, when you, when you hear that, how, how does that sound? Does that, does that concept make you a, a, a little bit uneasy? Did you know that, that one of the most basic, fundamental, fundamental biblical concepts is to fear God? Now, you might be asking yourself, well, well how can a, a kind, patient, saving God, who, who, who is my friend, be the object of, of fear? Well, the, one of the best examples I can give is, is my own father. I, I, I have a, a great dad. He's, he's the greatest dad in the world. He, you know, he led me to the Lord. He, he, he taught me sports and baseball. He was fun to be around. And, and, and yet, make no mistake, I, I feared my father's wrath. If I disobeyed him or if I just did one of those stupid kid things, uh, I, I was afraid. I was afraid of, of the wrath that might come. Now, we were buddies. In fact, he, he was the best man at my wedding. But I was in awe and I, I respected him and, and I had a good, healthy fear of pops. Now, I'm very concerned that we live in a in a culture now that that has no fear of God, and I'm talking about the, the church. Too many sermons and churches spend all their time talking about God's grace, and and believe me, I you know I'm a, a recipient of God's grace. But don't forget, and 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 sometimes they forget to tell the whole story. Of the good news. And, and remember, the good news begins with the bad news. If you don't begin with the bad news, then what's the point of the good news? And the bad news is that you don't mess with God. The creator of the universe is a powerful judge. And there are penalties for disobedience. The scriptures repeatedly tell us that the beginning of knowledge is to fear God. That means our theological starting point begins with fear. Just, just stop for a moment and, and consider how the Bible is, is formatted. Two, two-thirds of the Bible is the Old Testament, which paints the picture of sin before the arrival of of Jesus Christ before the arrival of of the blood atoning sacrifice that was made once and for all through the blood of Christ our our savior the the lamb of the world the the old testament tells a story after story about 
the lack of fear, the lack of fear that, that God's people had and have. The crazy thing about that is that it, it only takes about six chapters in the Bible for God to utterly destroy the entire earth, except for Noah's family. Why was Noah spared? He was smart enough to, to listen and to obey, to God, obey God's instructions, which were simple, to, to build a boat in the middle of the desert. And now for a hundred years, Noah would, would show and prove his fear and, and his faith in God by, by pounding nail after nail after nail into that, into that ark or however he, he built it. I don't think they had nails back then. And his friends would tease him and people would come by and mock him. But he feared God more than he did the others. And again, have you ever thought about that? That in the sixth chapter of the Bible, what we see is is God's power so strong that at a moment's notice, he could destroy the earth. There's a point there. There's a point being made right away in the scriptures. In Genesis chapter 3, when we, we, we see the original sin, we, we, we know that there was a, a blood atoning sacrifice because the, the garment of skin was made. And we see that the, the angel was placed before the garden to, to protect Adam and Eve from going back to the tree. Now, all of this, again, is all part of God's consistent his consistent plan to redeem his people and the consistency in him having law and a law that, that has an element of, of fearing consequence, of, of fearing wrath. So in chapter 6, God displays his power over, over nature and his might over mankind and God unleashed water and the, the world would forever know that at any moment, everything you see could be washed away. Of course, he also made a great covenant promise to never destroy the earth again in that manner. And that's why we see the rainbow, the sign or the symbol of, of that covenant promise. See, God holds the keys. He holds the keys to his judgment, his wrath, and in this instance, he holds the keys to the gates of the sea, and God holds back the the rain from the sky, and he he holds the the waves, and and you know as we see in the the book of Job that it's that it's God who is the the lock master of of, of the water that uh, just miraculously stops on the shore, but there's more. In chapter ten, he. He confuses the people by confusing their language at the Tower of Babel, and mankind thinks that they can build something to climb up and be up with God. And in a judgment in Genesis 19, the, the judgment was, was the Tower of Babel, the, the confusing of, of language. Could you imagine how scary that would be to have that happen? You turn around to talk to somebody about that, and you can't understand what they're saying? So it's another language. That, that would be a scary thing. You, I mean, you have to understand that. If you've ever been in a foreign country or somewhere where you could not understand what was going around on around you, 
because of the language bearer, that that's a scary thing. I mentioned Genesis 19, the, the judgment of fire, fire on Sodom and Gomorrah. God licks up these cities to, and, and, and destroys them with, with fire. Do you think God's making a point? Lot's wife turns around, turns into a pillar of salt. See, that's not happy-go-lucky, just, you know, sin as you will, God will forgive you, don't worry, it'll be okay. Well, you know what? I don't know what that line is that you cross when God floods, when God brings fire, when God turns you into a pillar of salt. But there's a point that we're to, to, to fear this God. I find it interesting that when, when people say uh, to try to you know, soften God's word, you know, well, God speaks for himself. No, I, I don't write the Bible. I, I, just, I just read it. I just read it and, and try to explain it. Uh, God can speak for himself, and, and he doesn't seem to have any problem at all citing the times when he strikes people down for their sin. He doesn't just do it randomly. Let me make that a very clear point. You will, you never see in the Bible where there's just this random act like you hear today in the news, right? When there's a tsunami, that's now called an act of God. Nobody believes in God unless it's on the negative. No, we don't, we don't see that. We always see God's wrath because of judgment for sin. Remember the, the nation of Egypt and their, their firstborns dying by, by his judgment? Well, that wasn't just because. You, you're looking at a nation that had been serving idols for generation after generation and worshiping uh, another god other than him. This was a judgment for their sin and their sin against the people of, of Israel whom they had enslaved. Remember Usa? He's the, the guy who... You know, when the, the ark is, is falling down and he, he reaches up to, to grab it and he touches the ark and he dies. Why? You're not supposed to touch the ark. It's a very clear rule. Everybody knows the rule. I mean, that seems harsh, doesn't it? Well, there are, are over 32 verses in the Bible that, that speak to, to fearing God. And we need to make sure that, that you understand that this isn't just awe and it isn't just respect. It's, it's also what the Hebrew term is terror. When Moses and Isaiah are before God and, uh, and, and they're, they're in the presence of God, they're scared. They're frightened. They, they fall down to the ground. So I know, you know, for us in this New Testament era, we, we think we're all just going to run up to Jesus and, you know, give him a high five, maybe do a chest bump kind of a thing. That's not the picture you see in, in, in the scriptures. You see fear. Uh, they, they're not comfortable. They're not at ease. They're, they're not calm. They're, they're not confident at all when they stand before the throne of God. We're, we're way too cavalier and way too casual with God these days. I mean, forgive me, but, but, but just listen to how people pray. Where, where's the, the reverence? Where's the, the fear of, of, of being in the hands of God before his, his throne of the living God in your, in your prayer? Is, there, is it just too, too casual? And, and I know I'm being a, a little nitpicky here. Well, there's no fear because 
we've become wise in our own eyes. We we think Christianity is is more about knowing theology and uh, maybe debating philosophy or even de- debating what fear means than actually fearing. Remember, Proverbs 1 instructs us to fear God as the first step to real wisdom. Do we believe it? Why are, why are our bookshelves stacks with books written by, by men's wisdom then, while our Bibles gather dust? But when we come back, we'll talk more about fear God. Since their small beginnings in 1963, the ministry of Rainier Christian Schools has been dedicated to educating and developing each of their students for the glory of God. And it's more than just a school. Rainier Christian Schools is actually an entire school district, with three schools serving the areas of Kent, Auburn, Covington, Renton, and Maple Valley. The Christ-centered environment weaves God's truth through everything they do, from top-notch academics all the way through their competitive sports programs. Learn more at RainierCSD.org or call 425-255-7273. That's 425-255-7273. Contact Rainier Christian Schools today. Welcome back. You're listening to Think Again Christian, sponsored by Rainier Christian Schools. And now your host, Tony Jamie. Today we're talking about the fear of God. The fear of God. And this is a serious subject. Because my concern is that way too many of us just don't have that that healthy fear of God, which is so clearly threaded throughout Scripture. Such as a clear foundational uh, premise is to fear God. And yet most of us are probably angry with me right now for even suggesting such a thing that, that we would fear our Savior, that we would fear our friend, but, but we need to. We need to. See, for the unbeliever, the fear of God is, you know, maybe just, just the, the fear of God's judgment, you know, the, and an eternal death, which is, which is that separation from God. For the believer, the, the fear of God is a little different. The, the believer's fear is also reverence of God, which is in Hebrews 12, just described as, is you know we 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 receive a kingdom that that cannot be shaken so so you know let us be thankful and and to worship God with reverence and awe why for our god is a consuming fire see the the reverence and the awe doesn't just come from his position it comes from his his wrath he's a consuming fire that Sodom and Gomorrah type of judgment this reverence and awe is exactly what the fear of God means for, for Christians. This is the motivating factor for us to, to surrender to the, the creator of the universe. I mentioned Proverbs 1.7 declares the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. Until we understand who God is and develop you know, ref, reverence for him and fear of him, we, we can't have true wisdom. True wisdom comes only from understanding who God is and that he is holy, just, and righteous. Deuteronomy 10 says, and, and now, O Israel, what does the Lord your God ask of you but to fear the Lord your God? And the result will be to walk in all his ways. The response, 
to love him, to serve the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul. Do you see how that that all works together? Fear the Lord your God and serve him, hold fast to him, and take your oaths in his name. He is your praise. He is your God who performed for you those great and awesome wonders you saw with your own eyes. The fear of God is the basis for our walking in his ways, serving him, and yes, loving him. To see the the truly miraculous isn't just to be in, in awe of the event, but to also be be scared, be, be trembling before the power that you're witnessing. Now, some have redefined the fear of God to, to only mean respecting him. I mean, while respect is definitely included in the concept of fearing God, there's, there's more to it than that. A, a, a biblical fear of God for the believer includes understanding how much God hates, hates sin and fearing his judgment on sin, even in the life of a believer. Well, as children, the fear of discipline from our parents no doubt prevented some evil actions, right? And the same should be true in our relationship with God. We should fear his discipline and therefore seek to to live our lives in such a way that that pleases him. Believers are are not to be scared of God. We have no reason to be scared of of his wrath or his judgment because, because we're saved. We've been saved from that wrath, from that judgment. We have promises that, that nothing can separate us from his love in Romans eight thirty eight and 39. We have promises that he'll never leave and never forsake us, Hebrews 13, 5. And fearing God means having such a reverence for him that it has a great impact on the way we live our lives. How do you know if you fear God? Well, just take a little spiritual evaluation. The the fear of God is respecting him, obeying him, submitting uh, to his discipline. Do you do that? Are are, are you sacrificing things for for the Lord? Are you you preferring God over yourself or or is it all just about you? Um, You know, I like it. I want to do it. God wants me to be happy, so I should be able to do that. Or have you stopped and thought, you know, I, I, I do revere God. I do fear God and I do want to be holy. And so maybe I'm going to give this thing up for my God. Well, when I was in college, uh, there was a, a new shirt company that came out and it was, uh, it was an image of a, of a crew cut tough guy. Um, kind of looked like me actually, you know, he's flexing his biceps with a, you know, in, in this uh, picture and, in the motto, the name of the company was No Fear. No Fear. Well, as a, as a young man and a college athlete, I mean, I, I love those shirts. I, I had tons of them. And, and as Americans, we're taught to, to be brave and to be confident. And so admitting fear is, is showing weakness. But the Bible flips that around and, and, and calls those who fear wise. I know that that's a difficult thing because in our in our machoism in our Americanism we're we're not supposed to be afraid we're not supposed to stand down to to anything. Well, at Rainier Christian schools the the students that struggle are are the ones who have have no fear of God. One of the reasons they they don't fear God is because well they they don't believe in the Bible's teaching on on things like hell. 
it's one of the biggest discussions we have at a Christian school is whether or not there really is a hell. If 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 God for you know forgives everyone and 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 then nobody goes to hell, then then there are, then there are no consequences. So there's nothing to fear. I mean, you know, the 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 reasoning, the the logic is is true. If if there is no hell, then there shouldn't be any consequences. Then there's no fear. So that, so they really are living out that that ideology. I mean, think about this. Isn't the debate surrounding once saved, always saved? Um, doesn't that have an element of fear release to it? You know, I I I, I don't I don't have to fear God anymore, right? Because because now I, I've punched the golden ticket. I punched the golden ticket. I'm saved. Once saved, always saved. So now I don't have to fear God. That 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 part's over. Not exactly. How, how does a culture that has has no spankings, no no flunking, uh, no cuts from sports teams, no scores, so you don't have losers, no discipline, even begin to understand the concept of fearing, not only consequences, but 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 a judge who who enforces the rules. See, we we've really we we've really you know smudged the lines. We we've we've made the the focus very blurry so that it's it's really hard to see now well in our practical application of life we've tried to remove the you know like i said the the fear of losing a game right by not keeping score the the fear of maybe you know not making the team by by getting cut the fear of 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 not passing by just moving people along well, this this is a terrible ramification. Has, has this goes way beyond like good sportsmanship or or people you know having good self esteem? What 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 they've removed are the, the the real consequences for for activities and, and not all those activities. I mean, it's not a sin to not be a good you know basketball player, right? Um, but what we see is that that there are, there's there's results to actions. There's results to actions. There's consequences to disobedience. This is all very, very, very practical. Um, and so fear is, is, is now predominantly eliminated. And so if we don't fear anything in this world, well, then why would we fear God? How would we even begin to understand how fear could be a good thing? So how do we really see abuse of fearing God played out? Well, the fear of the Lord is wisdom. Uh, then, then our leaders should submit themselves before God's throne on their knees in prayer and at the table studying God's word. The, the p- p- penitent man who fears God listens and obeys God's instructions. To many Christian leaders, uh, they're, they're leading without God's wise counsel. Think, think about how we, how we appoint many elders. Are, are they, are they, Degreed? Are they affluent and popular, successful businessmen, or are they they men of the church who are prayer warriors and, and Bible thumpers? See, the beginning of wisdom, fear in God to the point to where we trust His instruction is is so essential. Honestly, too many of our decisions are based on fear of employer, fear of reputation, fear of being politically correct, fear of public 
consensus, but not the fear of the Lord. So before you think you're smart because you have a degree or make money or have a nice house or a good job, ask yourself if you really fear God. Think again, Christian. You've been listening to Think Again, Christian, sponsored by Rainier Christian Schools and Tony Jamie. Rainier Christian Schools serves preschool through high school with three locations in the Renton, Maple Valley, Covington, Kent, and Auburn areas. For more information about Rainier Christian Schools, www.rainiercsd.org or call 425-255-7273.